Welcome to the Inspired Wild Podcast. I'm Trevin Stoltzfus, and I'm sitting here with my amazing daughter, Avery. Hey, babe. Hi. And Tanner Vernon, and we are Tanner. Set the scene, bro. Well, we're back at Split Rock. Um, I don't know. This is the first time we've been here this late, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We haven't been, so we, I mean, we usually hunt, hunted archery and it's an amazing place, but now we're here, what is it, the 20th of October. 20th of October, it was 25 degrees last night. Yeah, a little frosty. We've got, uh, tell us how we got here, Avery, because it was kind of a unique story, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. You had to remember for a second. Tell us about it. Um, so we, you had a you had something you had to go to. I had school. a school dance, and so you guys had to pick me up at the dance, and then we had to come all the way here last night from my school. What time did we get you? Like nine thirty. Yeah, it was like nine thirty when we left, and we I had just gotten in from the Nebraska hunt. Um, probably about two o'clock, one thirty, two o'clock when I met you at the office, wasn't it? Yeah. And so Tanner was doing some, uh, kind of helped us unload, helped us reload. Then you had some errands to run. Um, I tried to take a nap, didn't work. Um, And you had school. Mm -hmm. And then you went, uh, hung around and went right to the dance. Yep. Picked you up. Then we came on up here. What time did we get in? What time did we pull into the ranch last night? Mm, 1.30-ish. So we probably got to sleep about 2 yeah 2 15 and uh, um got up at 6 15 and uh set set uh set the scene for what happened this morning aves um so we got up and we drove out and um neil called us instead wait but first it was just light right so so i mean we hit, we got up. It was dark, of course. We made coffee, got all dressed, all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? Warmed the truck up. And um, when we rolled out, what it was about 7.10. Mm-hmm. And it's cold. And it was cold. All right. And, and so, we, well, well, let me set a little groundwork because it will make sense when you tell the story. So when we were here in September, we... Uh, we're here for four or five days, weren't we? Mm-hmm. And we were here uh, with Dustin, Garrett, myself, Tanner, and Clint was with us. Mm-hmm. And Q, of course, Quentin Smith, uh, QRS Outdoors, that's where we're at. And uh, we found a couple of bucks right away, one of them being a buck that we nicknamed Curly. It's got kind of a crazy some deformed beam on the end and it hooks back in and he's a really nice buck we saw him i think we saw him the very first night that we were here glassing from from the lodge um we saw him off across there and of course i um that was one that i was okay i really (laughs) actually would have liked to have had a chance to to arrow Mm -hmm. yeah he's a good buck good good forks on his right and then basically a three mainframe three on his left with that curly curly uh main beam i'm not sure if he damaged it during velvet or something but it looked like there was some damage which is why it curled back yeah and then he kind of had a hollow place in his fork 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, he's got a, actually he's got a little pit on both. Oh, does he? Both antlers. Huh. So I don't know what that is. And he's a big deer, like a mature deer. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of the history of that buck. And Q had told me that he was hanging out um, still. They've been seeing him occasionally. So when we first got up here, I think, I, Aves, did I mention to you that Curly was around and that I had actually taken some pictures of this buck? and A little bit, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think I, I might have. Maybe I did it in my mind. Maybe. Yeah. So we got up here um, with that kind of anticipation. So take it away, Abe's. We get up. We get in the truck. We're heading out. And we were driving around, and we saw, like, four big groups of deer. And One was pretty close, too. Yeah, one was off the side of us, and they were... They were pretty close to us. And there was one buck that you even looked at in the binos and you said, oh, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm, but it wasn't, it wasn't great because it was only our first day, so I wasn't, didn't yeah. want to get Yeah, you weren't excited about that one. <laughs> No, and we drove up a little more and we found Curly in one of the groups. And, um... And he was out in the pivot, just basically mm-hmm. with 20, 25 other deer feeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there any other bucks with him? Uh, I didn't see. I, I don't think so. I didn't see so. The other, the only other buck I saw was that one that was in um, a different group. Right. So we we thought about slipping out and in, in, slipping into the creek drainage and trying to work up to get, because we wanted to get within 200 yards for you. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what we were thinking. Uh, so so for Avery, a little history on Avery. Avery has not spent a ton of time behind a rifle. You have Oop. killed uh, a turkey with it's a shotgun. A shotgun. Um, and so Tanner was gracious enough to uh, lend us his 22250. And we spent a little bit of trigger time, and we also spent uh, a little time on technique. Yeah. Tell us kind of how you were walking through some of the things you saw me doing shooting a rifle, and and then you'd seen her uh, shooting a crossbow, I think, where she was... Yeah. Um, and I'm no expert, but um, I think a lot of people do it where they kind of pick their head up as soon as they shoot. I mean, it's the same thing almost with a bow when right. you, you don't keep your sight picture so with Avery, we just uh, wanted to make sure that she was, you know, she was doing the right, uh, you know, kind of breathing exercises and and getting her breath right and uh, and then squeezing. And then what a lot of people do also is they squeeze or they squeeze or jerk the trigger and let it go. And uh, I was always taught to when you squeeze the trigger, keep it compressed. It's kind of like a follow through with archery. Um, so, you know, hold the trigger um, after it goes off for a few seconds, and then you want to keep your, your cheek welded to the stock um, and try to keep sight picture, and that's going to, you know, in the long run, that's going to give you a more accurate Which for a bow, shot. when I think of th- what you just have described, is like following through with a bow where you're pulling through the shot, but you're also watching your arrow hit through your sight housing. Yeah. Because that keeps you from dropping out from underneath the shot so it's a similar principle 
Yeah. Um, and and you spent all last week working on that. Mm-hmm. So we actually were really, really fortunate enough. Lane lent us his brand new uh, uh, Christensen Arms yeah. 6.5 Creedmoor. Yeah, that thing's sweet. Sweet gun. And matter of fact, that rifle has, I believe, uh, has, that was the first kill. Yeah. Uh, yep. I mean, it had never been on a hunt before. Nope. So... Uh, all right, take it away. So here we are. We see we see Curly. Curly in the group, and we got out of the truck, and we had to crawl over all the seats, and we got out real quiet, and we snuck up on this little knoll, little knoll, rise, yeah, little rise, and we laid down, and we got all set up, and then. We just waited a little bit for him to, like, turn at the right angle. Right, because he was kind of feeding with his butt to us kind mm-hmm. of straight away. Mm-hmm. And then we were waiting and for maybe just a couple minutes, and he finally got sideways towards us, and we got him. Yeah, uh, you did a great job. Uh, f- as a dad... Um, I was probably more nervous than you were yeah. because, uh, you Almost know, first of all, guarantee it. yeah, first of all, I wanted you to have the ear protection in. And, uh, so I'm trying to, we're, we're, we're getting ready to go on this stock and, and sneak up on this knoll and try and shoot this buck. And I'm trying to make sure you have hearing protection, mm-hmm. but I also have to communicate with you, right? So that we know mm-hmm. when Tanner set up with the camera and yep. all that stuff. And so we move up and we, uh, we get up. We're, it's not like we're out of sight. We just kind of. No, there were a couple of them that were looking yeah, at us. Yeah, but they didn't booger. Mm-hmm. And we got up there, and he was kind of on the far side of them anyway. And I ranged him. They were, he was 225. And um, so uh, the, the the dope on, on, we had the dope chart, if you will, on Lane's uh, 6.5. And. Um, and so we dialed that in, got set up. We used, he had some, the bipods mm-hmm. and we were able to use the, the topography, the, the, the lay of the hill with her in a prone position, which in my opinion is the most accurate. I shoot the most accurate laying prone when I can get support in the front and the back. Yep. And um, I was actually reaching over with my fist to try and support the back but it was too high and she was able to get her elbows where it was just perfect, where she was relaxed and it was perfectly. And she's like, I'm on him. And, uh, and then, but we weren't ready for you to shoot. Right. Cause he wasn't in the, no. he wasn't angled correctly. So he finally gave us that broadside shot. And I looked over at Tanner and I said, are you good? And you said, whenever. And, uh, I looked at you and I said, Okay, let me put my hearing protection in. <laughs> and I put my, you know, I had one out because I was trying to communicate with you, and I put it in, and then I just said, whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you didn't wait a whole long time. You clicked off the safety, <laughs> put the crosshairs on. I was ready. Yeah. Did you feel, feel like the crosshairs were moving a lot on him? Not after I finally figured out how to, like, put my arms get them steady on the ground it was just taking me a little bit to get used to it yeah 
and it, it it steadied pretty good and then when you yep. pulled through you kept your head down you stayed tight to the stock you did everything right yep i didn't i didn't want to get yelled at <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have got yelled at come on now make me i'd have yelled at you yeah tanner would have yelled tanner. at you yeah not not you just tanner. yeah so what was your initial reaction when he dropped because he you shot and he hit the dirt i mean he dropped um, yeah i think i think she asked if if she hit him because he just he was gone he was gone which is funny because that's exactly what happened on my first deer he's just standing there <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of over a rise and i shot him and he just disappeared i'm like crap i missed him because he's gone Cause i saw the all, all the other ones run away and then i couldn't find any yeah and he's just just dumped him right there yep. and i'm looking through my binoculars and she shoots and i just see him yep. and it, i was like oh yes <laughs> so then i told you i said you got him he's he's right there he's on the ground and you were pretty excited yeah because we had talked about in the car how i wanted to get one and just have it just fall down because i didn't want it to like suffer suffer so much right and i thought and i also think that's cool and they just go right then yeah, go right down. So you made a great shot, and uh, and then we uh, we pretty much just kind of sat there for a second, I think, and gave high fives and yeah. and hugged, and and then uh, went out there and got a chance to take some great pictures and enjoy the moment on such a in such a beautiful backdrop. And then we're kind of doing some B roll, and you know, just kind of some of the stuff we do um, to really just celebrate that buck because you're going to break that buck down i mean mm -hmm. you're, you're going to cut him up we're going to take him we're going to eat him he's going to be delicious and but he's never going to be in that position again so we want to capture that for me those those photos those last photos before you break them down it are a sign of respect for me uh toward the animal so i, I and again just to cherish that moment mm -hmm. your first buck yeah so what do you want to do with uh to explain to the listeners what um, you're thinking as far as what's it called tanner euro european mount yeah in your room yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so avery uh last wednesday right this wednesday this, this last wednesday mm -hmm. you turned 13 13 and part of when she turned 13 she got new furniture for her bedroom. And I got a new bed, and I got painted and all that. Yeah, and I uh, had to put all the furniture together, so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, you know, there's something about putting furniture <laughs> together that really brings out uh, the frustration. You follow the directions, but they mi miss a minute little point <laughs> on two pieces. I, I was almost done, and I had to take things apart and re-put them together. Yeah, I don't, I've never had that happen. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, sorry, that was a little rabbit rabbit trail, rabbit <laughs> hole. Is it rabbit trail or rabbit hole? Well, I mean, the trail hole. leads to the hole, so I guess it's depends it depends on how be. far down you go. Right, okay. <laughs> good point, good point. So, Aves, now mm -hmm. you're going to go home. Let's yep. talk. What? What? How are you going to explain this to your friends? I mean, they're probably not going to ask for any questions. They're probably just going to ask me if I got a deer or not, and I'm going to say yes. And then they're, I'm just going to kind of explain to them what it ha like how it happened and stuff. You'll tell this, basically retell the story. Mm -hmm. What? Uh, what kind of reaction do you expect? 
Um, do, are you, oh, I guess I'd all let, of my friends think it's cool. None of my friends are anti anti hunting or anything. A lot of my friends hunt with their their fam, fam their dads hunt and their right. family hunts. Right. I, I just there's there's so many. I think there's probably so many kids nowadays that just they, there's no not a connection between them eating and how or, how that happens. Yeah, right. I mean some of them would like. None of my friends like think it's mean or anything, but they just don't really understand. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's that that is true. And Avery and I, you, you and I've talked about this—the connection between mm-hmm. our food and and where it comes from. Um, you know, people think of pork chops. Where do you get pork chops? The store. Right. That's what people <laughs> think. You get pork chops at the store. They don't realize it came from a live pig mm-hmm. you know or a t-bone steak where do you get t-bone steak oh you get that at uh you know the, Supers. At, at the, at the, or at a steakhouse right yeah um no it came from a cow there mm-hmm. was a a cow that was at one point alive and then got killed and cut up and that's what you're eating exactly so um yeah but it gives you an opportunity too um to share perhaps in a positive light how fun it is yep you know, you're a seventh grade girl <laughs> and you're 13 years old. I didn't kill my first buck till I was four, I think maybe even 15. And here you are, you've already killed a turkey. You've already killed a turkey and a, a deer. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else to add to this adventure? Nope. It's been fun, huh? It was quick. It was really quick. Yeah, yeah, we were supposed to stay till tomorrow, but get to go home early. Yeah. You're just too good of a hunter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, uh, as always, you know, when we come to the Split Rock Ranch with QRS Outdoors, it's 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 always an adventure, for sure. But there's also just the, the, a breathtaking, awe-inspiring view there's uh, the people that you get to hang with. You know, we're uh, Neil is is uh, uh, the guide that's here today, and, and there's actually another youth hunter here, um, and we got to meet them, and that was exciting. And 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 I've known Neil for a while. Matter of fact, uh, Neil and I have hunted together early on when I first started hunting here, and so we, it's it's fun to to meet up with old friends, but then to share an experience that's so important. In, in any hunter's life when, when they're passing on this heritage it's pretty cool mm-hmm. it's pretty cool yeah, so I'm glad I could come yeah I'm glad you came too that, <laughs> that, made, that really made it special and I think when you're thinking about this type of uh, an opportunity I guess I want to call it maybe an adventure um, it's good to have uh, you don't want to do it where there's no chance I, there's a lot of animals here, so it's nice for us. Um, we were able to get within your comfortable shooting range. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous about shooting it past 200 yards, and even before I knew how far away it was, but it wasn't bad at all because I could see. I felt like I was up close because right. I could see through the scope. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanner, you got anything else to add? No, I mean this. I just, it's a. This place is awesome. Just especially an opportunity like this for a, for a first buck. I mean, this is. I don't know of a better place 
uh, for that to happen because I mean you get to come out here and you get to see all these animals and you're not hunting even you know I mean there's a lot of places you can go and shoot a a buck in the first couple days but you don't get a you know have that animal interaction that you do here and um and everything so it's yeah it's a it's cool and i had a lot of fun well and i think one of the things we didn't paint the picture is and we first pulled out in one view of your binoculars you saw antelope we there was that huge herd of elk Mm -hmm. we had whitetail and then we had mule deer all in in your view of your binocular all together all all, you know spread out throughout this you know these this uh, right below the split rock you yeah, know, that's pretty sweet. The rock ram. So, you know, if if this is something you, if you have perhaps an, a, a young new hunter uh, or or you're just looking for a place to, well, to capture an adventure that's so Western and unique, um, check out qrsoutdoors.com. Give Q a call, uh, Quentin Smith. Uh, we call him Q. Um, and, 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 and look into booking one of these hunts. It's not, it's flexible. If it, whether you're hardcore, you want to cover country, you can do that here. Or if perhaps you're mobility impaired, whatever it might be, uh, you can't walk. There's still the ability here to still see the animals and, and, and be able to have an experience that's tailored for you. So, uh, without sounding too salesy, uh, I, I'm just uh, a huge fan of this place, and so I, I, I want more people to ex- to to be exposed to it. But uh, great adventure, uh, and for me, I'm uh, I'll ramble on forever here, so we'll close this down because I'm still just kind of in a little bit of a fog. Just so super proud of you, Avery. Thank you. And Tanner, thank you so much for being here and being the calming voice <laughs> when uh, I'm sure I was a wreck. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it's been a day I'll remember for the rest of my life and you too. Yep. Yeah, we've got the pictures and the video. It's going to be a great show. Yeah. We're going to be able to combine this Garrett, uh, Drack, one of, of course, our main field producers. He, his son took his first buck a couple weeks ago in Wisconsin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a unique, we were kicking around the idea of splitting, making this into a show where, uh, Garrett and Lewis hunt Wisconsin whitetail. Very different than Avery and I hunting Wyoming yeah. and open country mule deer. So it, it'll be a, a good mix of, of and, and make for a good show. Well, as always, thanks so much for listening. We want to encourage you on the Inspired Wild podcast to find out what it is, what is wild that uh, inspires you and embrace that. And God bless and we'll see you down the trail.